Welcome to Fright School. Are you ready? Class is in session. Welcome back to Fright School. Hello, Joe. Hi, Joshua. How are you? I'm good. I don't You're know why. Good. Oh God, that sounded. You're awful. Gouda. I am Gouda. Delicious. That's delicious. I prefer Gruyere really over Gouda. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Is it French? Um, <laughs> it sounds pretty French. Yes, it's Gruyere. And it has like you know, um, extra. Letters in it that don't that don't like mean anything. Yeah. So it probably is French. <laughs> My French professor is always like, you know, this is very easy, except when it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Can you say that in French? Um, not right now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Should have pre-planned that. I'm really bad on the spot. Like when she's talk- like, I'm good. Like I do well on my essays. Of course, yeah. I mean, on my uh, tests, my exams, and yeah. homework and stuff. But then when like she talks to you, you know, it's like trying to be real quick about like mm-hmm. responding. You know, so you put me on the spot. And I'm like <laughs> I've forgotten all the French I know. It's just like totally I don't left. know any French. Yeah, I was like, oh my gosh, I don't, I don't speak French. <laughs> <laughs> Je m'appelle Claude. Ah, there you go. My name is Claude. Yes, excellent work. Excellent work there. Uh, what have you been up to this week? Oh, you know, just finally got to the first episode of Drag Race. Oh, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Face cracks. Face cracks. On the uh, controversy surrounding Drag Race right yeah, now. Yeah, how about that? Yeah. I mean... I haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen the episode yet, but... Right, but you know all the drama with Sherry Pie. Yeah. You know, that she's uh, been accused and now admitted, you know, I mean... Admitted, admitted in her own words. So it's not allegedly. Uh, She, you know, catfished all these guys and, like, on some weird... Really, really fucked up level. You know, like, it's one thing, yeah. you know, like, because obviously catfishing, especially in the queer community, happens all the time because people post photos that are 20 years old. and <laughs> You know what I mean? It's that was thing, them, you like, know, you know. Or, you know, yeah, whatnot. A long time pretend, ago. And, you know, to be other things you, know, you never meet online or, you know, never meet in person. Like, you know, I mean, that it, like, stuff like that happens and it's fucked up, obviously. But, I mean, this was, like, on a whole other level of, like, just deep intense like you know messing with people's minds and their professions and their dreams yeah exactly yeah so yeah really fucked up so her apology is not enough and uh all these people that are like coming for like the victims and coming for like uh who are apologists it's like really i haven't seen any of that yeah but i'm on her on her facebook page you know which i mean it's just like anything. Anytime you have a predator or, you know, somebody in this situation, the people around them that are their friends or who love them as the – because they know this 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 as the, this as person is this human being that's been in their life. Of course they're going to – I feel – I feel Rally. that happens, you yeah. know, where they're going to be like, you know, I care about you and you're my friend. You know, so there's a lot of that. And then, of course, just yeah. people that, you know, whatever, for whatever reason, yeah. want to be dismissive of – of uh, this uh, this kind of thing, especially around a show that they really love, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know. A lot's kind of playing into this. A lot of weird like stuff with like identity politics, and you know, already the issues that we have with like sexual um, politic or sexual uh, predator behavior. Um, 
misogyny, homophobia. I mean, so, I mean, this is just, <laughs> it's like a perfect storm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it'll be interesting when we finally, when I finally get to watch the episode and see yeah. how uncomfortable it makes me. Um, yeah, because yeah, you're talking about the second. So you've seen the first. I have seen the first. A lot of fun. A lot of fun. Nicki Minaj. Yes, and, you know, the queen. Uh, yeah. And I have to say, I do have to say, that um, everyone has their archetypes. Like, you know, we're going to get the yeah. Trinity K. Bonets from, you know, Back Swamp, Louisiana, or whatever the fuck. We're going to get the, like, these queens, the antiquarian queens in Jackie Cox. We're going to get the yeah. Thorgy Thor in, in, you know, we're going to have the archetypes. But I think that every single one has, is putting their own spin on it. Um, I'm just going to come out and say it right now is that I will support Britta because she is from Tonga. <laughs> Speaking well, on Because her father politics. is from Tonga. Yes. Right, right, right. I, I okay. stand a Pacific <laughs> Island queen, okay? Hey, and she was fun, you know? Yeah. I haven't yet, like, it's always the case with, with Drag Race is, you know, I, I we've seen both episodes now because we watched, um, uh, one of my coworkers is also a fan, he and his uh, husband. So we went over to his house uh, on uh, last night. Or, I mean, Friday night, of course, because it's Monday. <laughs> <laughs> but we went Friday night. And, uh, right, wink, wink. Wink, wink, and nudge, we, nudge. Uh, we watched the, the, the latest episode. So we, we're, we're kind of committed to trying to watch it together as much as possible. Obviously, we have, you know, other plans on different Fridays and stuff like that. Like, for instance, we have our Pinochle night coming out. Yes, so we have Pinochle night. We will watch, you'll have to watch it before then because we will probably watch the third episode. While oh, no, I'm definitely going to watch it. Yeah, yeah I'm. Uh, so I've been we'll making the mistake of uh, watching uh, uh, watching the episode at work, and I'm uh, just like, oh, my God, I am, like, I can't be quiet. Like, I'm yeah. just laughing and wanting to go, you know, snap A to Z and go, oh, queen. Yeah, no, I, I hear you. We It's very fun to watch, like, in a group, you know, because you can laugh mm-hmm. and talk and, you know. Cut up and kiki. Cut up and kiki, yes. Yes. Uh, But anyway, so because it's early and I've seen both episodes and I've kind of seen all the queens, I, one, I still haven't started, I haven't differentiated who's who, you know, like it just takes me a while. And I, and admittedly, like, I don't care (laughs) as much. Like, I like the experience of watching it together, but it's not all queens are the same, Joshua. Well, no, it's not even that. It's just there's a lot of new faces. Yeah. You know, it's 13 people and it's like, oh my gosh, who is who doing what, where, you know? Mm -hmm. So I just want to. I, I, like, like usual, I'll wait a few weeks. And once they call them down, then. Then, then you'll I'll be start like, oh, really okay. paying attention to who's who's who. Mm-hmm. I will say the sherry pie stuff is rough because, and you'll when you see the episode, you see it in her. You're like, oh, this girl could like she's fun and you like you want to like her, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's really fucking weird to watch the show. And it's like I don't know how we're gonna get through the season. You know, it's like anything. It's like you know, like. When you watch, like, I was watching the Cosby show the other day, and, like, he was alone with one of the other female actresses in the scene, and it just kind of imbued the whole thing with this new feeling that wasn't there before. It was just some yeah, of the yeah, stuff yeah. he was saying. It just You could easily twist it, you know what I mean? It's like you just go, oh, my God, you know? And so it just kind of, it's like the same thing. It's like some of the stuff he was saying, and you're like, um, like, you just... 
I don't want to spoil anything. See, so that's okay, why I can't okay, say. But okay. there, there'll be a few times where you'll just you'll be watching. And you go, oh well, I guess you could just email him later. You know what I mean? Like it's just kind of like it's <laughs> there like, now. No. Yeah, and it's just it's kind of like anything. And this is this is the real struggle for people is you know like when this kind of stuff happens to people like Bill Cosby or you know the whole Johnny Depp Amber Heard conversation. You know when people have like these intense fans and they're people that you really like or you like their work. Again, it's the art of monstrous men thing, you know yeah. that that mm-hmm. we that we've discussed, you know, here in the past and in our in our own um, other works that we've been involved in. It's just, it just, it's 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 just this really uncomfortable place to yeah. to, to exist. Yeah, absolutely. You know, the gray areas, the politics of guilty pleasure. It's like, should I watch yeah. this show? Should I even support it? What the what the millennial, what the children, the Gen Zs call a uh, problematic fave. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And it's. It's going to be a real test uh, until, you know, such time that Sherry is not on the show anymore uh, that it's like, oh, okay, well, it's going to be a real test. Yeah. But it just it just kind of – and I said this. I said this to you before we were on the air is that you just got to, like, hand it to her thinking the balls that you had to have done that shit and then go on the national stage. See, like like no one was going to fucking come for you? Yeah, you know, and I'm kind of – I want to um, – I'm going to bring this up at, at work because um, I'm curious what some of the psychiatrists and psychologists um, at my job think um, because I feel – I don't know. I think it's like that kind of messed up sort of thing with like serial killers, like how they want to get caught. <laughs> it's like mm. what is going on in her head because it's like – she knows that that's out there, or he knows. I should speak not of not of this character, but, but of he, you know, yes, I guess Joey, him, Joey. Um, you know, he knows that this that, that he did this thing, and that it's out there, and people know, you know, and and yeah, like to go on such a national stage, it's like, what kind of psychology does he have, you know, and does he have the strength? Because I mean, his like apology quote-unquote post has like over a thousand comments on it most people saying you're a piece of garbage (laughs) you know everywhere you look the conversation about rupaul's drag race is not about anybody but him and what and what he's done you know it's just i i don't know how you survive something like that so you know like how you walk through the world now and you know in this like yeah how he could put himself in that situation. Yeah. It's just bonkers. And and the thing is, too, is that the producers, like, this would be a real problem if, like, she made it. You know what I mean? Like, if she goes the distance and makes it pretty far into the season, yeah. this, is, this, could have been a, this could be a real problem for them. Well, rumors abound that she does, that she's going to go far. That's what I, I heard. So there, it was removed from some of the things. It was like spoilers were removed. But mm-hmm. I read those original posts because, I, I mean, I don't really care. Because we don't know who's won yet. Yeah. Um, that's always decided, you know, later. But um, the rumors are that, yeah, she sticks around. And from her, like, this initial, um, I could see why. Again, like, that's the thing. Like, you're going to watch the show and you're going to want to like her. You know, you're going to want to be like, oh, she's fun, you know. And... She represents a particular type of queer person and a particular, you know, type of drag. Yeah. And so it's just, yeah, it's muy problematic. Mm. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm curious to see as you watch, like, what you think. Oh, and, man. Um, you know, 
Yeah, it, exactly. How do you? I don't know how you're going to come back from this. Yeah. But again, yeah. I mean, it, this is one of those things where when you're, you know, that thing that we hear constantly, it's like, you know, oh, because we're the marginalized, we can't, we can't abuse. Right. Yeah. yeah. Or the politics of that, of like, yeah. you know, again, people like, why are, you know, why are we, do, why are we attacking our own? It's like, because we need to hold everybody responsible. This oh, is yeah. a problem across. Yeah. This know. is awful. Yeah. It's really horrific. So anyways, yeah. I, I mean, yeah, I don't even know how we're going to talk about it as we go through. We uh, might just have to not. <laughs> We'll just see, you know, because there's like there's a lot of worthy queens. Like that's the thing. There were a lot of other queens on the show that are great, and that you know their whole moment is getting completely blown up, you know, because of blown up and overshadowed. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So we'll see what happens. I mean, and that's the thing too is that like, what is RuPaul going to say? Like RuPaul is going to keep her. Man, she's having a bad week. You know, because not I only know. that, AJ, AJ and the Queen, you know, canceled. Yeah, yeah, but we saw that coming. Yeah, but I don't know. I could have. I mean, I would have liked to wrap it up, like you know, because they left a lot of like you know strings. Yeah, so. but I mean, it, on a um, viability of the show, right? In terms of like just cost, like yeah. there's the RuPaul cost, and then there's every fucking Queen in the Rolodex. Yeah, you know, that's on there too. I know. There's no way that that was viable to do a second season, no matter the no matter the the viewership. You know, I don't know. I mean, I think if it had been successful, but obviously it wasn't. You know, yeah. I mean, Drag Race is one of the biggest thing in pop culture right now. You yeah, know yeah, I yeah. Mean? I, I mean, it's it, or at least not, I shouldn't say that. It's it's, but it's never been as mainstream as it is right now. Yeah, you mm-hmm. know, it's huge. So the fact that AJ and the Queen got canceled i just think is indicative that it you know either well it wasn't great that's a that's like number one it was <laughs> it was a little saccharine and hallmark movie ish yeah. um so yeah i could see that 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 being a big problem but you know it just didn't i mean even even if it had been good enough like bad good <laughs> that people would have tuned in and watched it it didn't have that either yeah yeah cuz i think really it's about the numbers you know for netflix oh yeah so. absolutely but anyway so yeah bad week for rupaul so <laughs> yeah we'll see what happens rupaul now has that backing of the big corporation of mm-hmm. fucking viacom and the vh1 of it all so we'll see how much depending how this is handled don't think they won't tank her you know oh I mean? yeah they you know so it's like i think that they all have to be very very uh, careful with like tiptoeing around this right now so yeah good on them for saying disqualified immediately yeah. but like Just putting it out there yeah. But, like, that's what happens. Fuck. I mean, that's what happens when you record a fucking season a year in advance. Yeah. And then, you know, have all this stuff happen. It's like, you know, you got to you gotta watch your shit. You got to yeah. watch that stuff come out. So, anyways, besides Drag Race, what else has been going on? You know what? Again, just I I finished Boy Meets World on uh, Disney+. Plus. Oh, that's right. You've been rewatching. I've been rewatching. I, I, I really want – I've really been just leaning into, like, old content, just warm blanket of a content. This uh, last week uh, – last week felt like it was 10 years long. Yeah. And, you know – I, I think part of that was just, like, the buildup and release of the election mm-hmm. and then the subsequent, like, just fallout from that and still, you know, it just – I woke up on Wednesday and being like, it's only fucking Wednesday. Yeah. I woke up on Monday uh, thinking, like, damn, it's the beginning of this long last week. 
But it's been fine. Yeah. You know, I mean, we will get through it and, you know, I'm not going to get I'm not going to get political on this, but we'll get through it. We'll figure it out. <laughs> and yeah, get political. We're very political. Yeah, it's not. It's uh, all political. It's all political. baby. It's all yeah. politics. Um, the, po- yeah, that's the politics. I'm just, you know, I am exhausted by all of it. Just just because it's like this constant drone anymore like we used to have like a little bit more time in between elections but now it's constant campaigning always 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 and it's always fighting and arguing and i mean i definitely have my feelings about you know the kind of world i want to live in and that i want to see but i i don't know i also my um misanthropy (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) is also riding real high these days Mm -hmm. like i don't know maybe maybe we just don't (laughs) <laughs> we don't uh, yeah. I don't know maybe, maybe we don't deserve the world that I want us to live in <laughs> fair enough and speaking maybe the of, coronavirus will actually wipe us out well I was gonna say I was like I have watched too much zombie shit to you know too much like out like that is my literal horror nightmare and it's just like I see and I, I hear the people who are like rely on science. It's just yeah, another yeah, flu. Yeah. Blah 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 blah. But, no, blah. Which I firmly stand in that. I work for a hospital. We're getting stuff yeah. every day. Like everybody, calm the fuck down. Exactly. And I totally get that. I try to, I try not to. I try to be as rational as possible because if I'm not, I will go to that lizard brain anxiety place and won't be a good time. But I also, but I also like. With the flu, with the other things, we know for the most part how it's going to behave. This is something new that we've never seen before, and with uncertainty, you know, comes fear. So fear with yeah. fear breeds uncertainty. But they're just getting my hopes up for like you know an apocalypse, and I just yeah, you... am really <laughs> upset about it, bitch. I'm, <laughs> you know, that I'm not going to do. We had this conversation already during um during the one of our zombie movies that I will not do well in an apocalypse. Well, we should have enough warning with this that you could. Come hang out here, and it'll be fine. Yeah, and then the moment, <laughs> what? Just two people. I just think it's waiting. gonna be more like the stand. You know, I want to. We're the, like we're just the last five people left. You know, like everybody. It's just gone. The whole world is gone. <laughs> and it's just the five of us. Yes. I don't even know why I said five because there's know. four of us in the house. Well, well who's I mean, this fifth person I'm talking about. <laughs> well, you know, we'll need we'll need a a woman to repopulate. No, we're not doing that. Oh, okay. Remember, we're just letting it go. Like okay. we we done dis we we've been disinherited yeah. from the earth. <laughs> and we're just going to be the last. So it. it'll That's be you. It'll be Sam Squanch. It will be me and you know Young Dexter. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Which and I've that's decided it. that's what I'm going to call uh, the young Dexter. Yes, young Dexter. That's um, Joe's uh, friend. Joe's special, special man, friend. special man friend, special man friend. Um, he did get a new bowling ball, so good for him. Oh, this is really creepy. So we were my my music was on shuffle, and I love it when it's just all of my music on shuffle because the most random stuff come up. Yeah, and we were pulling back into his apartment, and the theme from Dexter came on, <laughs> and I awesome. and I did legit get like, oh, tonight's the night. <laughs> Tonight's the night, and it's Tonight. gonna happen. Ooh, let's uh, go, dark passenger. Woo! Yes, let's get yes. sick, man. Um, That's amazing. 
Um, but anyways, anyways, wash yeah. your hands, everybody. Right. I think at the end of the day, that's what we're being told. Everybody's freaking out. But really, I mean, the, the, the flu mutates, the cold virus mutates, like things happen where, you know, but we never freak out like the way we are. I do think there's a lot of like political stuff wrapped up in this. I do think there's a lot of xenophobia and racism getting like wrapped oh, yeah. up in this, um, you know, and I, I don't think there's any. I don't think there's any coincidence that this is going on during an election. Like, the media is like, everybody fucking freak out and ignore the man behind the curtain and what we're doing, mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm. So I just feel like everybody needs to just calm down and breathe, you know? Because we have the facts for the cases that have happened, and I just, yeah, everybody needs to calm down. Because, again, they are getting my hopes up that the apocalypse is coming, and I, it, it makes me very unhappy because I don't, I don't think that is going to happen. We're not going to be eradicated by uh, this... Basically, what boils down to a bad cold, you know, for most people, not everybody. And, yes. uh, you know, I don't want to be dismissive because people have died. Exactly. Let's we don't want to be we won't we don't want to dehumanize the over 100,000 people that have, you know, we or I don't know if that number is accurate. We don't want to dehumanize the people who have died, who have died already. Yeah, it's definitely not that many have died. Yeah, uh, Maybe that's infected. Yeah, maybe infected because okay. we've had 14 deaths here in the state so far. Mm-hmm. 11 of them were at one nursing home where yeah. where it broke out and. You know, the people involved were already compromised, you know, so it's not like, you know, if you're generally healthy, have access to good health care, can wash your hands. Yeah. You're going to be fine. We we, we just want to make sure that, like, we see and recognize the the struggle of the people who have actually oh, died yeah. and how, Absolutely. like, the uncertainty. And I'm I'm very – I've been very cautious about, like, having, like, an ableist type of mentality uh, yeah. with this yeah. because it's like, oh, everyone's going to be fine. Like, well, no, the people who are immunocompromised right. yeah. are really at risk. And so it's like, yeah, if I don't want to wash my hands, it's because I fucking live with my parents and they're technically elderly they get their flu shots every year but also at the same time you know they are people who they could be at risk they could there's could still be at risk so i'm so yeah like i've been like at work we're doing like interviews for positions and i'm like not i told everybody i'm like hey i'm not gonna shake anybody's hand and they all look at me like i'm weird i'm like i uh, you just have to appreciate that that's my choice right now yeah so again, you know, be careful. You can of give them. them the Spock thing. That's what everybody was saying. Exactly. I, I long and prosper. Oh, I've been. <laughs> the L.A. Times released uh, an article that was like the ten songs whose chorus you can use instead of Happy Birthday oh, to yeah, wash your hands. I saw that. So I've been singing Raspberry Beret. Very nice. <laughs> yes. You know, while you wash your hands. While I wash my hands. I like saying the Raspberry Beret, and then. You know, and then I change it up a little bit. I do, uh, you know, ooh, baby, do you know what that's worth? Great. I exactly like that's that. That's wonderful. <laughs> I'm glad that uh, you have that to rely on. That's kind of saved so me yes, in the zombie so People, apocalypse. please take care of yourselves. And stress is really bad for the immune system. So, you know, try not to freak out. Wash your hands. And uh, take care of each other. Yes, uh, and, only, uh, glo- and only and um, only wear a mask if you're sick. Yeah, boom. Yeah. Um, I went to see Maria Bamford this week, ah, which we have gone before together. We right? have, and that was fun. That was fun. That she was fun. is a lot of fun. She was 
freaking hysterical. She do new material. She did. She did um, new material. She did some old jokes, but in new ways that ah, I really liked. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She really beefed up some of her um, older work. Yes, I got that. It's autographed. And I see you have merch. Yes, hog book and. Um, uh, laser, laser eyes. eyes. Yes, it's so it's a comic book that Maria and her husband wrote together. His name um, is Scott. Uh, so it's Maria Bamford and Scott Marvel Cassidy. So he illustrated it. I guess they kind of wrote it together. It's from their perspective of their their uh, pets, their dogs. Uh huh. So it's like them telling the story of Maria and Scott. <laughs> <laughs> but through, but through their dogs. Yeah, I, yeah, the dogs, the dogs talking about like they're them together. It's pretty amusing. Um, and Jackie Cation opened. Wow! Yeah. And so I bought her little. I, you know, I went up and I was just like, I want to support you both. So whatever merch you have, I'll buy it all. Just give me what you have, and that's that's what they had. They had the wow the book and these little coins. Her coin. Um, uh, it's her father, um, Jackie Cation's father, Elliot Cation. It's a saying that she loves, never say no without a number. And that kind of went into, so Maria did, um, a few years ago, she was invited to uh, speak at a college. You kind of remember that from, I think that was in the show that we saw. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She was invited to speak at a college. They told her they wouldn't pay her anything. And she goes, well, how about you give me $20,000? And they're like, mm, okay, well, we'll get back to you. But anyway, so they, they like negotiated because he said, never say no without a number, meaning never. And this is a great advice for anybody, you know, throw it out there. Ask yeah. for what you want and negotiate, you yeah. know? So don't turn stuff down unless, you know, it really, it's not wor- really, truly mm-hmm. not worth your time. And so she's like, she took that on and they gave her, I think they ended up paying her $10,000 for the talk, which she gave away to students in the audience to pay for um, college debt. Oh, wow. Yeah, because she said in the end her own, her like guilt got to her, her Midwestern <laughs> guilt. But uh, yeah, so it was a really fun yeah. show. I really needed to laugh. Um it was, and I mean, it was full on belly laugh, dying. I almost fell out of my chair a few times. Like I, it was just such that a funny show. That must have show. been so cathartic for it you. Re- yeah. And it was like our friend uh, Jay, who's been on the show before yeah. and her partner went, um, my friend Z who is going to come on the show. Yes. Z. Uh, yes. We, we're working towards, uh, uh, getting Z on the show and then her, uh, um, friend that was visiting from the Bay Area came down. So it was a lot of fun. That's a fun that's a fun time. Oh, we were just laughing so much. Yeah. You know. It did start off a little weird because, you know, I you know me, I'm a freak and I you know really? if I'm gonna go to something, I wanna be first in line. I wanna be there. Like, cause like this particular comedy club, it's it's first come, first serve on yeah. seating. So and they weren't selling VIP or anything this time. It was just flat out, get there, yeah, you get whatever seat we give you, you know, or or blah blah, you know, how that goes. So I got there at six. I went to Coin Op across the street in the gas lamp. It was really mm-hmm. nice. Had a couple drinks, you know, mm-hmm. kept my eye on the line. Around six, I walked over. I was the first person in line. Um, Jay showed up with her friend and then like a few other people. Shows at eight, seven? Uh, the doors were opening around seven. Oh, okay. For the show at eight. Yes. Okay. Because uh, you have to order food there. Yeah, yeah, and you have yeah, to yeah, order yeah. drinks. Yeah. They have a it's a thing. It's a thing. Yeah. And uh, so it's like, and I like to have that done before the performers because I really, especially if, if you're going to sit in the front, I just think it's weird to be like chewing and eating food while yeah, they're trying sure. to work. So it's like, I want to get all that done. Same with uh, martinis above fourth. You know, I want to get my last drink just as the person's coming on stage. That way we're ready. Yeah. You know, and I can focus on the show and not have servers every two minutes like mm, poking you, you know. 
So anyway, so we're standing there, we're chatting, whatever, and this couple walks up, and they stand right in front of us, like right in front of me. And I'm like, um, you know, just being like, because it wasn't just me. It was like, there was already a clear line of people. And I'm like, um, uh, I was like, hey, y'all, I was like, you're here to see Maria, right? And they're like, yeah, yeah. And I was like, okay, was like, just so you know, like the line is forming, is here. Like, this is the line, you know? And they were really weird, and the guy was like, oh, yeah, don't cut in front of you, you know. But then he just stood there, and and we were all kind of talking, so we were like, okay, whatever. If they're going to be like if they're gonna be like that audacious, they can say where the fuck – like, I just don't even want to bother because mm-hmm. people who are like that – I mean, that just takes a, a level of – Were they white? Yes, of course <laughs> they were. Yeah, it was a man and a woman, and they were both white, and they were just very – Were they privileged whites? I don't know that. I can't say – I can't speak too much to mm-hmm. to that. You know, it's just – you know, we were just like, we've all – we're all already standing here. Like, clearly, this yeah. is the line. We're here they, two hours fucking early. Right, and they just stood right – I mean, this was around 6.30. Just stood there and, you know, whatever. And I was like, okay. And we all kind of looked at each other because we were like, I can't believe they're not going to walk to the back of the line. They're going to wait there. So I was just like, you know, I'm not going to put a fight. It's only two of them. So there's still, there's like 10 seats in the front. So I wasn't worried about not getting a good seat. So I was just like, I'm not going to fight with these people. If they want to cut in line, they can cut in line, whatever. I don't care. So, um, so we start talking and we were talking about politics. This was Wednesday. And so everything had happened to, you know, the day before. So we're yeah, talking mm-hmm. and like the woman's like, politics. <gasps> I know. Well, the- no, it is safe to say that these people are fucking privileged. Well, they were just dickheads, like, yeah. you know? So anyway, so the line, people keep walking up, and the line's getting longer and longer and longer, and I'm just like, you know, what? I mean, we all kind of just, again, we're just staring at each other like, the, I mean, I even said out loud, I was like, I, the audacity. Like, this is <laughs> the caucasity. The caucasity. <laughs> so anyway, so the they were just being, you know, and they were just being, like, rude, you know, the whole time, like, you know, and I'm like, I, usually I will chat with people and stuff and hang out, and it's like, I love, like, other fans, they were there early, so it's like they must be big fans. Like, you know, usually I make people friends and, you know, I would have even said, hey, you could join our group and, you know what I mean? And then, like, you could stand right, you know, you could be the next group in line yeah. to come in instead. But they were such dickheads that I was like, okay, I'm just going to ignore them. So eventually the door opens and they bring out and they come. They start setting up the podium. And the woman's like, oh, this is the front of the line? And I'm like, yeah, that's what I said. Uh, I was like, that the line was here, that it started, you know, here. And she, like, the guy was like, oh, well, I mean, why didn't you say it? Like, he, like, they were so nasty towards us. And I was like, well, that's why when you said, when you made the, like, the comment about, like, cutting in front of, like, I was like, yeah, well, don't, yeah, right, don't. That'd be great if you didn't. But you are, you know, like, it was just, like, it was so uncomfortable. But they were so mad. And she's like, you could have made that more clear. And they walked all the way, to, which is fine, because they, they got out of line and went to the end of the line. But I was just like, we all were like, and, and Jay's um, special friend is a librarian. And we were like, we had been having this whole conversation about, like, common sense and, like, people can't read. And it's like, well, it's like. I asked them, I was like, did, I thought I made it clear that this was the line, you know, like the marquee's there. This is obviously the front door. Yeah. But for some reason they thought the door was in the blackout part of like, you know, (laughs) I don't know. It was weird. There was a restaurant next door. So it's like, where did, where did they think the door was? Where did they think the door was? I mean, when it was clearly right there, it was just very, very strange. They were such like jerks, you know, but I was like, all right, whatever. I, they need to watch Parasite. 
Uh, they need to watch something. They need to watch but, it. Need to learn. But other than that, but then they were set at a table right behind us, but off to the side where they could kind of look at us, and they just kept shooting, like, daggers with their eyes, you know? But I'm like, listen, you motherfuckers are dumb. Yeah. Like, I, I don't even know what to say. Like, this was so stupid. It was just yeah. a really... You are fucking dumb. Yeah, it was just very, very strange. But other than that, the, the night was uh, was a blast. Good. It was very funny. That's very good. Yeah. Um, oh, my gosh. This is, we're getting so long in our catch-up. But uh, I did want to throw out, um, I'm so happy I just got this Poppy Z. Bright book. Yay! Yes, Lost Souls. Uh, it's one of my favorite books ever. But this, I just got It's an autographed copy. Oh. Yeah, for Poppy Z. Bright themselves. Well, actually, Billy Martin, because Poppy transitioned um, mm-hmm. and now goes by the name Billy uh, Martin. He was selling um, the book, and so I, like, jumped on it. And I just wanted to say that and encourage people to read Poppy Z. Bright. I've mentioned them on the show many times. Probably many times. Yeah. <laughs> many, many times. And Lost Souls is a lot of fun. It's like my number one book I wish they could figure out how to adapt. It has a very, um, very non-PC storyline, though, that I think would be hard to put on into film or onto television or into, into a series. But the the because uh, it's a vampire story, it's very interesting. It's a very unique vampire story that I would love to see adapted in some form. Okay. Um, other than that, <laughs> we've talked We've talked to death. We talk, we've talked to death. We're All right. Well, right. we are going to take a quick break, and then we'll be back for our, uh, our, our, our episode. Yes. The actual meat of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I don't have sex. Not because of my face or my general attitude towards human beings. The thing is that they don't refer to any of these things as murders, which is the most amazing part. It's always referred to as a disappearance. There's fucking blood filling the back of a truck. That was certainly nice of me, wasn't it? Huh? Same set as Castle. Uh, <laughs> what? Is that really? No, but I would believe it, actually. That wouldn't shock me. I can't imagine that there's a ton of castles that Charles Band has at his disposal. <laughs> that frog is going to bang Roddy Piper. Nope, she's just one horny toad. <laughs> Justin Lung just screamed that he's a fucking walrus for so long. He keeps yelling, Kukukachu and shit. Join me and Matt as we discuss some of the worst of horror every week on the Horror Movie Night Podcast. Listen at HMNPodcast.com. All right, welcome back. We Okay, so we're not doing a movie today. What? I know, right? I'm leaving. <laughs> <laughs> no, I am. So we're doing um, what's in the business is known as a ripoff. And <laughs> <laughs> we are sampling. Yes. We're we, covering. We are. Um, par- we are. We are doing. We a, have a, lost original ideas. Right. We were not asked to 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 do a sequel or anything, um, but or a, a a reboot or a remake mm-hmm. or anything. It's just we're ripping off. We're ripping off our f- dear friends, the Jersey Ghouls. Uh, they just celebrated their 100th episode, and I realized we never did that. We never did like a no. We just hey, kept going. Yeah. <laughs> But I think it's good. We've got, you know, we have like, this is like our 106th episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, I was like, that is a good idea because we have had a lot of fun on this show over the years. And we've done a lot of cool stuff. And I thought it would be really fun to just kind of highlight some of our favorite moments, um, hit some of the guests that um, 
uh, or hit. Yes, let me let's let's brutally assault some of our guests. No, uh, okay, Sherry. Touch, right, exactly. Touch. Um, you know, talk about some of our favorite moments that that have been on the show, and then because you finally have seen enough horror movies, I have this fun "Would You Rather" game that we're. Do you want to play. play a game? Right, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, I found this uh, list. I thought, oh, this would be fun because you've seen some movies now, so we could just have a little fun play. It's like, you know, um, it's like that, you know, in class when it's like that last day before break and you just play games and you have fun. And Oh, my God, Joshua. I've been I've been looking forward to the day when we wouldn't have to watch a movie. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, what are we what are we starting? So mem- moments, memories. memories. <laughs> Oh man, you remember the first few episodes? How dry. Yeah, remember when? <laughs> <laughs> I remember listening to it and going, "This is a this is a good idea, but man, this is, this uh, is I'm boring. This is toast. <laughs> Got to figure out. How I to have to say, I did appreciate when we because re- we released the first five episodes. All at once. So was it five? I thought it was three. Maybe it was three. I yeah, don't know. We don't released remember. the first couple episodes all at once. Yeah. And then the first episode recording after releasing those, Joshua was like, we're just going to have fun. And I was like, yay! <laughs> it's like, because, I mean, that, you know, we got to try to keep the balance on this show of like, you know, talking about horror in this academic way and talking about its relevance and its social, you know, going back to our core of like cultural anxiety, why we make horror. Um, you know, pulling in those academic references because there's just so many. There's so many great works and so many great minds that have that have you know put their focus on horror and its importance in our culture. That you know, we always want to be promoting that. But you know, I've also horror is fun. You know, it's yes, a good time, so yes. we have to have that in there. <laughs> we try not to. You know, we try not to take ourselves too seriously. Right. We take ourselves seriously enough. Seriously enough. Seriously enough. That's our, that's the uh, fright school. Seriously enough. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Let's You're not too much, Joshua. You're seriously enough. I'm just looking at some of our early like episodes, like Fang Bangin' for Dracula. Fang Bangin', yes, that was, yes. Um, Galians. I think my favorite is still the Scandinavian Baldwins yeah. as, a, as an episode title. And um, uh, Ellie Kedward is not the unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. (laughs) Those were good. Uh, You know, a little behind the scenes is that Joe largely picks the episode titles. Yes, I do. Yeah, yeah. I leave a lot of... Really, I'm the laziest co-host. Like, I'm so glad that you continue doing this show with me. (laughs) Because... Can you imagine if you actually had to do work? I know. Exactly. (laughs) Because I think, like, you know, you've got other shows and um, a, right. a new one coming soon. I have a new one coming soon. I'm very excited about for you. We'll um, do a little taste later. Yeah, that's kind of the nice thing about um, podcasting. It's like, it's not like being in uh, multiple bands, you know, mm-hmm. where you kind of have to rehearse for hours and hours and you're playing. So it, that takes a lot of time away from, but like podcasting i feel like it does take preparation we have to watch movies and we have to read and you have to you know um digest like cultural stuff with um the um, art time of the month and the new show coming up like i'm not saying like it doesn't take preparation it does but it's it's a sort of art form where you really can bounce around and and have multiple shows as long as you can like balance your time yeah you know but regardless my point is i'm talking about how shitty i am as a co-host you do a lot of work 
for all the shows because you like you you you're you know you're taking charge of the recording and the editing and putting the show together and you know all that technical stuff that I have no fucking clue how any of that works. Um, if you left me, I'd, I would there'd be no grade school. <laughs> I'd have no show. Well, I have to say that like it's, <laughs> I mean I don't I don't want to toot my own horn, but like when I started going on my own personal podcast journey years ago, I like literally bought. A microphone, a like USB microphone, a computer, and podcasting for dummies. And I was just content. Boom. I was like, I was just going to do this on my own and figure it out. And every year, I, I learn something new and I yeah. add to my skills. And I still think that there's like stuff that's beyond my skill set. It's just a matter of figuring out the time and looking through tutorials and figuring out what to do and how to get there. Yeah. You know, and again, I I have to say always shout out to you know our dear friend Matt Kelly uh, yeah, for horror the, movie night, and... horror movie night, and everything, <laughs> everything, um, all the podcasts, all the podcasts as well, <laughs> and you know just being someone who like I have literally been able to like message him at like eleven o'clock at night, being like, hey, this is something that I'm having trouble with. Have you ever done this before? And it was just it was um yeah. It was, uh, yeah, yeah. That was podcasting really good. is a good family. Yeah, podcast. Yeah, our yeah. podcasting family is a good. They're good people. You know, um, but anyway, so yeah, there was some really fun. Um, I don't know. I think that you you have fun doing the. I do the have titles, fun doing because you know, I just think about like, are. okay, what is what's something you know, what's going to get people listening? I think like you know a Filipino woman <laughs> versus Suspiria. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, one of my favorites is uh, Tuck and Covet. Yes. Instead of Duck and Cover. I always thought that was funny. That's our Silence of the Lambs episode. Uh, yeah, episode Tuck. 17. Mm-hmm. Um, week 13. Uh, Tuck and Covet. I always thought that was a really funny um, title. And also one of my favorite episodes that we did. Because yes. Because mm-hmm. since it was based on a paper I had written. Yeah. And one, of the, <laughs> and one of the early, like, one of the kind of catalyst uh you know movies of like oh we could do an entire podcast just doing this based on the paper that you wrote yeah yeah i think that was the first yeah that was the really first time where i think we also got that right balance of like okay we've got a good concept Mm -hmm. we've got a good like we have some you know academic background that's what kind of led me to start to base more and more of our episodes on papers like you have no idea how many papers i get sent to me ever i'm on so many lists oh i bet (laughs) like academic stuff that's like I'm got I get so much horror stuff. So when it comes through, that's why it's like I know we will never run out of things to talk about cuz yeah. like there's even movies that we've done that we could probably do a whole other episode on from a totally different perspective, you know, because uh-huh. of the way that that horror gets analyzed and the way it changes. You know, like nice. um uh, Jennifer's body, for instance, is is in this completely new um perspective in the Me Too after the Me Too movement. Whoops. <laughs> I kind of got. I was like, "Oh my god, we're in the time." Anyways, loop. is one is one example. I know it's because I have my phone open to mm-hmm. you know to the all of our episodes. So yeah. of course I'm going to. Um, anyways, uh, so my point is is that yeah, there's just so much like content out there. That wasn't my point. I was saying something else, but I <laughs> well, no, the, the yeah, I I understand. Like you know, oh yeah, with Jennifer's body, it's this new resurgence, and then again, like people revisit things and yeah. people's old favorites become have new relevance and yeah. i mean like fuck you have this whole thing coming up right now with like tammy and the t-rex yeah that's like a resurgence of a film that was like <laughs> largely lost yeah uh so yeah it's 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 been interesting and finding my place among 
um, among this fandom has been really, really cool and really fascinating and, and slowly just like fully owning that. Yeah, I am a horror person and, (laughs) and what that means. And, to constantly be like this, like Jehovah's Witness for horror, and tell people like, oh, actually, this is actually there's a, some, you know, there's really great significance to this film and that film, and you know, there's also, but like at the same time, there's also like a place for like the Toxic Avenger, and there's yeah. a, there's a oh, place yeah, for um, there's a place for trash as well. <laughs> yes, you know, I should know. <laughs> <laughs> Because you are, you are trash. It, I am trash. No, um, uh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, and and that you know there are shows out there that celebrate that. You know, obviously horror movie night, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> and um, and that's great. You know, we we've got it all. Yeah. Horror, horror is all encompassing. Yeah. It's very it's very supportive that way. You know, and for everybody who like loves you know something like the witch or hereditary there are people who hate it and it's so fascinating to see the different responses you know Mm -hmm. and and even like quote-unquote trash films you know things that are b movies or it's like the way those films get made the love and the energy that goes into them the fandoms that they build you know the the careers they build for people you know who get their start in them i mean it's just you know it's just amazing uh jigsaw's so judgy I enjoyed that. Jigsaw So Judgy. That's a fun mm-hmm. title. I'm just kind of looking through here. Um, we've also... We've, we've had, had some... so many great guests. Is that yes, what you're I going to say? We've <laughs> had a lot of... We ha- we finish each other's sandwiches. Uh, like, yes. We've had so many great guests. I mean, you know, it, we we kind of hit put the bar really high there with our first guest. Yeah. Our very, very first guest that we had on the podcast was uh, Mr. Sam Weinman in episode 27, The Time for Queer Horror is Now, uh, which was a ha- Halloween special. Mm-hmm. And who would have thought, like, you know... That now look at look at her. I know. Look at look at uh, <laughs> Look at horror. Look at horror. You know what? I, you know what? It just goes to show that the path to success uh, starts on this show. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So if you're looking to be, if you're an up and comer, you wanna, <laughs> you know, you wanna come up here. No, but it was, um, yeah, Sam Wyman, man, that guy. He's just. He's out there doing it. Yeah. He's made he really it happen. Is. Yeah. He really, really is. And I'm just yeah. always excited to see what he does next. Nails done every single time. Nails. I'm sorry. I just love, I love, I love a good nail. I love a, I love a beard and a nail. That's, yeah. I'm just letting you go. Like, hey, if you just want to spill some love, spill some love. Spill it all. Um, also, young David, who was an early staple. Uh, mm-hmm. For us in the show, we don't see as much of her as we would like. So, if you're listening, please, we'd like to see. But we you. love you, and we, we miss do. you. We do. Uh, Girl just got some new, wonderful, gorgeous tattoos. We will have to post those. Yeah. Um, yes, yes, absolutely. Yeah, you talk to him and see. Make sure that's. Okay. Oh, I think it's. I think it will be okay. okay. I think yeah. she wants to show off. Yeah, so. I'd like to show them. Yeah, the, those were very, very, very cool. Um. Just kind of going down. And then, obviously, Matt Kelly from Horror Movie Night visited us during uh, Comic-Con. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was in uh, 2018. Wow, gosh, almost two years ago now. Um, another fun, I mean, just a fun person to talk to in general. You know, that whole group. That led us to, like, meeting everybody, like, when we flew out and did um, Monster Mania and getting mm-hmm. to meet the ghouls and the rest of Horror Movie Night. I mean, just everybody. Th- th- it is just such a great, you know, again, like... 
just yeah. to, just to blatantly copy the Jersey Cools, like you know, our beats creeps are the best. Yeah, you know, it's just a great group and funny and bizarre and wonderful. Bizarre and wonderful. I mean, and we also have to give it to like up our give it up for our like our local pool of guests. Um, yeah, we were gonna get there. Don't worry. Oh well, I was just kind of. Oh well, just going in you're order. Building here. It I'm just looking, I'm just you're going building it up. I'm just looking. You're building it up. Yes, yes. I'm building building it up. But I just feel like I can't give enough like shout outs to um, to to Marissa, Jackie, Matt, Brian, Scott. Um, I can you know Kyle's part of that group too. Um, who did uh, survival of the film freaks mm-hmm. and um, yeah, you know, I'm sure I'm forgetting people cause that's what I do. <laughs> Twink legends, all <laughs> Twink legends. All that's right. Yes. Twunks. Um, yeah. Anyways, just fun. Just a cool, yeah. cool group of people. And, and then yes, obviously we have an awesome roster of folks that have been on the show uh, from our own uh, our own little world here in San in San Diego, um, Laura, I think was one of the mm-hmm. first we had on to talk mm-hmm. about uh, "Don't Be a Woman in the Apocalypse." Twenty eight days later, uh, that's episode thirty eight. We had Ashley for American Mary. Yes, Ashley, who has been on the show several times since, and is our ride or die final girl. Yeah. She is our final <laughs> one and only girl. <laughs> Johnny, of course. She's on the team. Johnny, yes, we did Tourist Trap. That was fun. That movie was bizarre as shit. (laughs) Um. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I was just waiting for you to say something about about Tourist Trap, because I know it was your favorite, that you you loved it so much. Oh, yeah, I guess. Um, Our friend Mike, he was on the show. That was a lot of fun. We did... um, Ringu. We did Ringu with Mike, yes. I thought we did Audition with Mike, too. Did we not? No, we did Audition with Mike. We did Ringu by ourselves. But he, it was, um, he, he had things to talk about. I don't know, I'm confused, because our thing here says, with Mike. Oh. Stark white, pale, dripping wet. Mm, maybe we did it with Mike. Maybe. Maybe we did both. Yeah, I think we did. I think we did both. Uh, obvi- oh, my gosh. Should I tell you the story about the thinner episode? One of the uh, psychiatrists at work. Maybe I already told this. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, one of them is, li- is listening to the show. And he came in. He's like, oh, I really like your show. Like, you're really good at that. And I'm like, oh, thanks. I was like, what? Um, he's like, yeah, I was listening to one of your episodes today. It's like, oh, which one? And then I was like, oh, wait, don't actually say it out loud because <laughs> there were clients in the room. I was yeah. like, just in case. But he did anyways. He's like, oh, um, it was called um, How uh, how Roadhead Ends Badly. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's the thinner episode. That's a really good one. <laughs> but you just said that out loud in the, uh, in the uh, lobby. So, great. Go to your... Go to your office now. Yes. <laughs> um, obviously, we've had um, we had Jackie on from uh, Jersey Ghouls. I would really like to get Marissa on soon. I'm hoping you know that we we're going to see them all very soon. And yes, we'll do episodes hopefully. with everybody. Yeah. Um. Oh man, Candyman with TJ. That was a fun episode. Oh, we're going to have, there are two, there's two things that are coming out this year that we are going to have TJ on again. Yeah. Uh, Obviously, the Candyman Mm -hmm. reboot. 
a sequel, I guess, direct sequel. Yeah, a sequel. And then we're going to have him on. I want to have him on for Antebellum. Ooh. Yeah. Have you seen the new trailer? I have not, <gasps> but I will look it up. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's going to be good. Yeah. TJ's an awesome um, professor of um, African history. African history. Mm-hmm. Um, and we we do. We really, really love and appreciate mm-hmm. Uh, TJ and man, can TJ? She, she's got some emotional. Um, what do you want to call it? Like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, she, he will go toe to toe with people, like politically, you know. And it's like the um, what? Do you, what's the word I'm looking for? Like uh, fire, labor, passion. emotional oh, labor. Yeah, to do that kind of work, I'm just constantly in awe of. Because I just want to, like, firebomb things sometimes. Like, I can't, I can't deal We're with done. stupidity. Uh, so, yeah, he's always great to have on uh, on um, on and around. So, looking forward to, to having him To back. more with them. Yes. Um, Brendan Klein from Attack of the Werewolf. Mm-hmm. Queer Wolf. Attack yes. of the Queer Wolf. <laughs> gotta, love a, gotta love a good Brennan. Gotta love that. I love that you thought he was, like, our love child. <laughs> he was. I mean, he was just like right down the middle of like you know extreme horror, and also you know not. <laughs> oh man, there's just been so many. Yeah, people. and then you know Michael Verratti, Chelsea Stardust, yes. Erlinger Trotson, more, more. Uh, um, oh my god, <laughs> like she. I, I was just like uh, I just I just saw a picture of Jaws before I even thought of her name. Yeah. Um, Jacqueline Chesson. Yeah, exactly, Jack Chesson. Like it was just. We've yeah, had we've some, been so lucky. We've been very uh, yeah, fortunate. That people have come on and shared their 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 own work, their own horror lives. You know, the, the their professional work, and then also just chatting with us. I mean, they're just yeah. horror is filled with some awesome, cool folks. I, I, that's got to be one of my favorite things is to actually to talk to people about work to to watch the work that people have put out, and then to talk to them about it and to learn more about process and yeah. And absolutely, and, yeah. It's and we've just, gotten that with like Chelsea Stardust with her, uh, her film, two all films. that we just destroy. I do. I really, really hope that we get her to come back on and talk about Satanic Panic. Oh man, um, we're gonna reach out to her. We um, there's opportunities coming up. Yes. for things. Yes, so yeah, we're gonna. Yeah. So we have. You know, there's just always. We like, that's always. It's we always, always have things happening. Yeah, <laughs> always have things going on. There's always, always, um, always. Meeting the people at the cons. Yes. Oh yes. my gosh. And Talking to all, po- like, all the people. Yeah, and not even like the you know the the people who are, are just the guests at the cons has been awesome. I mean, we've met and and kind of have these cool like online relationships with people that send us messages or comment on stuff on Instagram or on Facebook, and it, I mean it's just awesome. You know, it's like I wish I could pull all these people into one city <laughs> so that we could all we could all just have our own little horror. Mm-hmm. And boneware, boneware. <laughs> <laughs> yes, plug boneware. They're they're very nice on Instagram. I do love them. <laughs> I, I was like, y'all. They're like, I was like, oh, I hope they listen to us because you know boneware. The yeah, they they're such sweet people, and uh, I get lots of compliments on my boneware. Yes, <laughs> you do. Um, all right, tell me about this game, Joshua. Well, all right. Was there, I mean, there wasn't a, like, I was just trying to make sure we kind of covered. I'm, I'm very, there have You're been. You're like, I don't like to look back. I, I look forward. Asha Palante, Joshua. Asha <laughs> Palante. Um, I have to say this, is that I really could not think of a more, a more fitting partner 
in all of this than with you. Uh, well, and, I appreciate it in the same. And you have opened my eyes to a world of horror. <laughs> <laughs> and and it's been it's been such a good journey. And I look forward to continuing this with you and figuring out, you know, how we can just continue to grow and and be, you know, and it's again, we're in the age of like we're in the age of like quote unquote woke horror, right? Yeah. And and more people who never really wanted to come to the genre are coming now. And yeah. so we're it's it's a chance for us to it's a chance for the genre to really reach people. Yeah. And I think that it's nice that we are providing a way for them to find the deeper meanings and things. Absolutely. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. And we are in um fucking fantastic company yeah. to do that. Yeah. And of course, I adore you, Joe. You're wonderful and uh, hilarious. Why, and thank you. A fun travel buddy. Yes, we have a lot of fun traveling. We do, we yes. do. So I'm looking forward to. Uh, we are, we are doing some upcoming uh, travelings, and uh, I'm really, uh, I'm looking forward to it. All right, Just love being on the road with you. All right. So what I thought would be fun is uh, this is from Thought Catalog. Uh, it says 50 would you rather questions. I'm not going to ask you all 50. But I okay. thought it would just be fun to have a little um, – we'll just ask a few mm-hmm. and kind of just have a talk. So then so then ask me in the jigsaw voice. <laughs> no, I can't do that. My throat will be sore. I'm be like, do you want to play a game? <laughs> um, so we'll start with we'll, – we'll start with this first one. Would you rather – because mm-hmm. you've seen both these movies. Would you rather be stalked by Michael Myers or Freddy Krueger? Ooh. Would I? Oh God! I mean, neither. I mean, obviously, you have to choose one. If I have to choose one, Freddy. Yeah, I would choose Freddy. Why? Because Freddy's a drag legend. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're going to be murdered by somebody, you might as well. You be. might as well be. It'd be like getting murdered by like you know Lady Bunny. <laughs> Just you know, he he would actually he would actually talk to. You. I would I be. Like I'm legit terrified of getting stalked by Michael Myers. I have no idea why he, what he's thinking or why he's killing me. With Freddy, I'd have like a quip or you know, yeah, yeah. As you're dying, you'd be laughing. Exactly, it'd just be something he would say. Exactly. <laughs> so I would. That's what I would rather. I would choose Michael Myers only because I think I feel like I've rehearsed that movie enough. <laughs> I think I could get out. I think I could survive. Um, oh, I'm not surviving anything. Oh, so, okay. All like, right. Well, Freddy I'm, comes free in your dreams. And, yeah. Like, there's no escape in that. But it's like, I might be able to hide from Michael and get away. Um, that would require you to go back in the closet, Joshua. <laughs> that, <laughs> that, is, uh, that, is very, that is that is very true. Mm-hmm. I would have to hide in the closet. And I would because I want to mm-hmm. survive. Uh, so would you rather have George Romero rise from the grave to direct one more movie or Alfred Hitchcock? George Romero. Yeah. Hands down. Hands down. Hands down. All right. I mean, one, person of color. And two, (laughs) I think, maybe. I I don't know. Please correct me if I'm wrong. (laughs) I don't. Um, I I also don't need, like, you know, while Tippi Hedren is alive, I don't think we need... We, I think her worst nightmare would be Alfred Hitchcock rising from the grave. Oh, you know, that's true. That's not a great question in that way. No. So uh, George because, Romero. You know, I was very quick on that one. I'm very yeah, proud of myself. That's true. We don't want them to, uh, you know, he's going to come back and, like, throw birds at her. <laughs> maybe it's like we could un- maybe we could uncover a lost Alfred Hitchcock movie. That, that was be really better. good yeah. instead of him being brought back to life. 
Um, do you think you would uh, rather be abducted by aliens or chased by a serial killer? Ooh. Serial killer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be. I have more control over the narrative in a serial killer thing. <laughs> I'd love that. I have more control of the narrative. Well, I mean, like, you know, the aliens, it's just kind of like, okay, I have no idea what we're doing. Right, and where you're yeah. at. Or exactly. Anything. Probing. No, thank you. Yeah, I think I'm with you on that one. Uh, here's, here's a good one because um, you have seen these movies as well. Would you rather be one of the survivors in Zombieland or 28 Days Later? Ooh. Ooh, that's a good one. Zombieland. Yeah? Yeah. 28 Days Later has the, the fast infected. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Well, di- they didn't run in Zombieland? I can't remember. So, in, the, in the film, in the, re- in the sequel, they have, like, ones that are, like, on a rage-type virus type oh, okay. thing. So Yeah. I don't know. I mean, the world of Zombieland looks more fun. Like, that group of survivors. Like, yeah. if I was part of them, like, that does that does look fun. Um, it doesn't look as depressing mm-hmm. <laughs> as the world of 28 Days Later because yeah. it's so bleak. Exactly. And that's the other thing is that I don't want to live in the bleakness of 28 Days Later yeah. either. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah. I, yeah, I agree. I think Zombieland... I mean, if you're with that particular group of survivors, because they, you know, it's the uh, quirky and quirky aspect yeah. of it, yeah, and the world that they're inhabiting is just a little, a little yeah. less uh, bleak. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Secret uh, word. Secret word is bleak. <laughs> um, would you rather be locked in a haunted, insane asylum or lost in the woods with a killer on the loose? Oh, oh. Oh, God. <laughs> the woods. Yeah. I'm with you. Yeah. Right there. The Throw woods the on that one. Because, like, I already, like, the idea of an insane asylum is my literal nightmare. So being haunted by ghosts and, like, just the idea of being, like, strapped to a bed and mm-hmm. all that stuff. Yeah. There's a lot in that one. Exactly. Whereas in the woods, you might have some hope of, you know, getting out. Yeah. Running enough. Climb up a tree. Yeah, yeah. I guess I would climb up a tree. <laughs> I don't know. I just... The tree's gonna climb up me, girl. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. All right. Um, let's see. Would you rather have dinner with the Texas Chainsaw Massacre family or Hannibal Lecter? Ooh, Lecter. Right. It'd be good. It'd be actually like tasty. Yeah, the food would probably be really delicious. Yeah. Um, I I know I would taste good. I know he'd do me justice. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Served in a really nice sauce. And yeah, a demi glaze of some yes, sort. Yes, on a bed of some sort of delicious. Um, a bit bed of mash. Lettuce. Yes. That's hard to get and extremely expensive. Everything would be expensive. Yeah. Being like really. But which lector, though? Are we talking Mads Mickelson lector? Are we talking like classic? I, uh, I mean, Anthony I just lector as a character. Okay, but no. but let me ask you that: Would you rather have dinner with Mads Mickelson lector, or would you rather have dinner with? Uh, Sir Anthony Hopkins lecture. Oh, man. I feel like it's sacrilegious, but I'd probably choose Mads because those meals looked fantastic. Incredible. I bought yeah. that cookbook. I have it. Yes. Um, cooking with Hannibal or whatever it is, or Hannibal's, I don't even know what it's called. Um, but it's beautiful just to look at. Mm-hmm. The meals in it, I mean, are spectacular. And I just, yeah, I think about sitting down. I don't know, like... Because I feel like they're similar, you know, like, yeah. obviously the character 
basis is the same, but man, like the the, the setting, everything, you know. Plus, yeah. like you know, if like Gillian Anderson's character showed up, like that's a that's a dinner party that I want to go to. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I agree. I I have to agree with you on that one. Um, let's see. There's so many good good questions here. Uh, ooh, rather watch the tape from the ring or say Candyman in front of a dark mirror. Oh God. I will do neither, but I would. <laughs> you can't. I would say I probably say Candyman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like I don't know because the ring has a cure. I would definitely copy that tape and hand it off to someone. See, and I would say uh, Candyman to uh, support uh, monsters of color. I see. That's excellent, Joe. <laughs> see, that's great. That's a good answer. <laughs> yes. Hashtag woke, horror woke. <laughs> uh. Oh, here. This is fun. Would you rather have Black Phillip or Cujo for a pet? Oh, Black Phillip. Right. Yes. Yeah, dogs are gross. Yeah. I'm glad you agree with me on that. And you hate dogs. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. I. I mean, is, there's only one way is to live, and that is deliciously. So. A freaking men. Um. Man, some of these are really are pretty good. Uh, would you rather have dinner with Stephen King or Wes Craven? Oh, Wes Craven. I've consumed more Wes Craven. Wes Craven is a oh, filmmaker. I, I would That's not. True. I don't read. So. That's right. That's true. I'm sorry. Yeah. That was I, easy. That yeah. was easy. I don't read Joshua. I'm not going um, to. That's true. Sorry. No. That, that'd be difficult for me because I would definitely love to sit down with both those people. Obviously, Wes is gone. R.I.P. Yeah. forever and ever. And I want to do dinner with him and then watch his porno. <laughs> what? Wes Craven made a porno. Oh. Yeah. It was like his first thing. It was, they said it on Horror Movie Night that he made a porno. Oh. Yeah. It, we'll, I must be ignorant of we'll, that. We'll talk know. off air. We'll talk okay. off air. Yeah. All right. Well, whatever. We'll find it. Um, but yeah, I would pro- if I was going to have to choose, I probably would choose Stephen King. Like, only, Because there's so much in his like novels mm-hmm. that I would like to talk about and discuss. Like and you can bring work. up Joe, too. Um, Joe Hill. True. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know who you're talking about. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kind of jumping through here. Some of these are really good. Some of these movies you haven't seen yet, but I think we should see them and then we'll come back to these questions. Maybe we should start, we should start doing this more often. These kinds of questions. Do you remember in class, um, Sometimes you come in on the board and you had to write journal entries. Did you ever have to do that? Yes, I did. Topic uh-huh. Every day. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll start doing that. Yeah. Um, our new segment. Yes. Our new segment, just a little, would you rather, or, uh, you know, I um journal journaling mm-hmm. before what kind of what 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 do you think about today's topic? Um This is weird. Would you rather have everyone think you were afraid of the dark or actually be afraid of the dark? Oh. <laughs> think. <laughs> That's that's a strange thing. I it's would like rather have people embarrassment think... or the real thing. Well, I mean, I guess it doesn't have to be embarrassment. Well, no, I you're, would rather you're afraid of the dark. I would like, rather have fine. people think I was afraid of the dark because then I could use that to my advantage, ah. as opposed to actually being afraid of the dark. Yeah, that's a good point. Mm-hmm. That's kind. Of, that's a really strange question. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, I think I'd agree with you. I mean, fine. People think I'm afraid of the dark. Um, whatever. I would use it for nefarious purposes, right? course you would uh if you were an uber driver would you rather have jason Voorhees, or michael myers get in your backseat oh god michael 
Michael in that regard. At least he'd be fucking quiet. Yeah, he'd be yeah. quiet. He well, wouldn't. Jason would be quiet too. Be, I imagine. Uh, he does, I imagine Jason would reek though, and he would probably leave like drippings. Yeah, you know, he's kind of gross. Yeah, Michael. Michael would just kind of sit there. And, yeah, yeah, that's okay. Where are we taking you today, Michael? Uh, <laughs> My sister's house. <laughs> right. Uh, would you? Oh, would you rather be on the X Files or the Ghostbusters? Today? Oh, Ghostbusters! I've never seen an episode of the X Files. Oh, okay. Boo! Wow. We'll have to remedy that. We should do an X Files series. Uh, I would definitely prefer to be with Mulder and Scully. Of course, you would. Yeah, yeah. I would want to do Ghostbusters if, if it was the second Ghostbusters, the with the women, because then I can hang out with uh, Kate McKinnon and Leslie Jones. Uh, well, that's true. Yeah, the the reboot. You mean not this? Because Ghostbusters yeah. Part Two is something different. Yeah. The reboot of yes, the second incarnation. Yes, 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 yes. Um. Okay, so this will be the final one. We'll oh, ask you today. okay. Um, like I said, there's others on here that I want to ask later, but once you've okay, seen some more okay. movies. But would you rather, this is a good question, would you rather survive a horror movie scenario, but some of your friends die, or all your friends live, but you get killed? Oh. I would rather survive. Yeah, and let some of your friends die. He said some, didn't say all. That's true. Maybe, maybe yeah. like your your lower ranking friends would, <laughs> and one higher ranking friend. Well, yeah, just there has to, to be some, you know, yeah. just to give me motivation. Yeah, of course. So you're fridging. I'm not ready to die. <laughs> no, no right. way. Well, I get it's like the martyr question, so I think we're bad people because yeah, I definitely want to survive. Yeah, of course, you by know. any means necessary. I mean, if I get stabbed a few times or shot or something terrible, like okay, fine. I would like to I, like I be. Live. I would like to be the one that they think is dead, and then it's like, no, he survived. He's in the hospital, right. and then they go out and avenge me. Oh, you know, that's sweet. That's yeah. nice. Yeah. yeah, that that that's a good place to be in. Exactly. <laughs> Um, yeah, so if you want to play this with your friends, y'all thought catalog, we'll 50 post it. would you rather questions that uh, will drive horror fans crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was another one, too. I have another 50, so we've got plenty for the future. Awesome. Um, I just thought this would be fun because when I was looking through, I was like, oh, that might be fun to ask Joe some of these questions because he's actually finally seen some of these movies. I like, I like the idea of doing like a journal entry before <laughs> the class starts. <laughs> Yeah, I kind of missed that where you just got to free write. So uh, there's some others that some of the questions are a little bit more um, kind of out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it'd be fun to discuss larger like kind of concepts. Okay. Um, oh my gosh, so fun! So yeah, this this whole episode was just to uh, kind of look back mm-hmm. what we've been what we've done and what we've been doing, what we've been doing, and what you now been doing. Yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, this is so much fun. And, uh, you know, as always, we really, really, really love that you listen. Yeah. <laughs> and we have more coming. We have, yes. a, we have a lot more. We're always thinking yeah, about Yeah, this isn't the final episode. Yeah, new this crazy is, things This is happen. just that take a moment and go, wow, my gosh, we got a ton yeah. of episodes. And we've met a lot of really cool fucking people. And... Uh, thank you to all the new followers we have on our social media. Please keep on sharing us with the horror lovers in your lives. Please listen. Please listen. Yes, we yeah. love that. We love it that that we're here in your ear holes. Yeah. 
that's creepy. The horror podcast, we are right. creepy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I guess, I guess that's it for now. Um, we'll be back next week with another fun-filled horror film. <laughs> 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 uh, Anyways, Joe, thank you so much thanks, for Joshua. sticking around. Thank you all for, uh, you know, letting us keep doing this stuff. And uh, we will uh, we'll see you all again. We'll chat again we'll soon. Chat again soon. All right. Good night. Good night. Fright School is produced by Joshua Napier and Joe Farron. Our intro was edited by Davy Boy Productions. Our logo was designed by Jamie Channel Guzman. Episodes are edited and engineered by Joe Farron. Fright School is produced in terrifyingly beautiful San Diego, California. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.